Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Good afternoon and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. Hope all is well. Today is Tuesday. What is the date? Uh, I don't even know. Let me put my glasses on. It's Tuesday, February 22nd. And it's the last day, last, it'll be the last week of Black History Month, which, you know, I always want to give a quote for that. And we'll get back, we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But thank you so much for joining. It's show number 148. Man, um, we've been having some great stuff going on. Uh, Last week was great. We had a great guest, Stephanie, that was on last week. You know, I lost my other glasses. I don't know what the heck I did with them. So I have these little readers on. Um, they're normally in my car just in case, you know, I have to read something, but I had to go and get them because I don't have my regular glasses. I don't, I don't even know where the heck they are, but as they say, the show must go on. So I'm going to be putting these on cause I don't like the way I look in these things. Okay. So I'll be, I'm going to be Frank. Okay. But you know, I, I have to be able to see, right. So, <laughs> so I guess I don't have a choice. So I do have to be able to see, but, um, but anyway, thank you, Lonnie. I see Lonnie's there. You know, Lonnie's always there, right? Lonnie says, uh, looking good. Mr. Russell (laughs) in the house from sunny ocean. Is it ocean Ridge, Florida? I should know that. Right. I should know that. I want to say ocean Ridge, Florida, ocean, something, Florida, but thank you so much, uh, Lonnie for joining. We do appreciate you joining for this show. Number one forty eight. Um, and just for people that don't know, we are live on, well, people that may be listening, we are live, meaning the video stream and all that stuff is live on LinkedIn. Um, we're also, after the show's over, it, be, it goes on to YouTube, on my YouTube channel, which is Russell of Hotels. And then it's on Spotify, uh, or you can just Google your favorite, you know, where your favorite podcast is. So we're on every platform for that as well. So just in case, you know, you're listening and you're not watching and you're not seeing, you don't care less about my little glasses that I have on. (laughs) It's going to be one of those days, but anyway, real quick, before I start, you know, and I hate to start like on a, you know, a sad note or whatever, but you know, um, my, my, you know, you know, I'm from Blythe. Okay. You guys know I'm from Blythe, California, right? Small country town, um, in a desert, uh, east of Palm Springs, uh, and then just west of the Arizona border, like four, four, four miles from Arizona. So, um, so, you know, anything that happens there, you know about it. And a lot of times the people are related to when, when things do happen. So, um, I just want to, my condolences. We lost a cousin, um, a couple of days ago. His name is Troy Love. One of my favorite cousins there in Blythe. 
kind of a you know a high school hero to a lot of us, myself included. One of the best running backs, high school running backs I've ever seen to this day. Okay, and I've seen a lot because I still follow high school football. We lost him a couple of days ago, so uh, my condolences to the Love family, his wife Melinda, his kids, and his grandkids. So uh, I just wanted to say that because it's my show. I can say what I want to say, right? And I do. I always appreciated, you know, talking to him, even if it was for a spare moment, a brief moment. You know, I always appreciated, you know, he had the time to talk to me. I mean, over the years, I mean, we, we grew up literally, and I said this in a little note that I put on Facebook yesterday, literally like 40 yards from his house to from our house to, to their house. You know what I mean? So you saw him all the time. Right? I spent 18 years in Blythe, right? So growing up. So I saw him pra- practically every day, right? So, you know, when you spend time and you see people, you know, in your neighborhood and whatever, you know, and then when they pass away or whatever, I mean, you know, it's, it's you know, it hits there. So, but anyway, I just wanted to, you know, just kind of, I'm going to dedicate the show to Troy Love, okay? So this show, show number 148, dedicated to my cousin Troy Love that we lost a couple of days ago. So there you go. So anyway, okay, um, let's see. Hey, uh, Moret says she likes my glasses. I don't, Moret. I don't have a choice. I lost my other ones or I misplaced them. So I have to wear these because I have to see. So, uh, and I appreciate you said sorry for my loss, Marat, as well as Lonnie. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. But the show goes on. So, so let's continue on. Um, do, 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 do. And we encourage, just in case you, this is your first time listening or watching the show, we encourage interaction, right? So when I see the comments, because I'm looking at, as I'm being broadcasted live on LinkedIn, on my laptop, I have my iPhone on a, on a little, um, what do you call it? Uh, a tripod. And I'm looking at the, the, um, the comments because my Ecamm doesn't give me the comments for whatever reason. It doesn't do, it doesn't do comments on LinkedIn, but that's okay. Cause I have a, my iPhone that does that. Right. So I'm reading the comments too. So if people are making comments, I encourage that. Right. So I'm reading those comments too. So just in case in the middle of a thought, I see a comment and I say, Oh, Lonnie says, uh, you know, my condolences, Russell. You know, that's where that's came in, coming from. That's not, I'm not just making this stuff up. I'm looking at comments as I'm talking, as I'm reading my notes, too. So, you know what? You got to be multitask. When you're doing your own show, you got to, I always say this, you got to write, direct, produce, star. You know, you got to do all that stuff, right? Ho- or host the show. I don't, I don't call myself a star. That's not like that. But Anyway, let's get <laughs> let's get started. Uh, Black History Month, like I said, is this is the last um, week of Black History Month. You know, yeah, they only give us a month to talk to talk about this stuff. But you know, I'm gonna extend it, right? I'm, I'm gonna extend it past that. But I have a real quick quote, and these are quotes that I've been giving from famous um, uh, people in Black history. And remember, Black history is not just Black history, it's American history. Okay, so let me throw that out there. 99% of the failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. And George Washington Carver um, said that. Now, you guys need to look up George Washington Carver because a lot of stuff, a lot of people think, oh, did he, he didn't invent peanut butter. No, he didn't invent peanut butter, peanut butter, but he invented a lot of uses for peanuts. One of those uses was peanut butter, but he did not uh, develop peanut butter, but he did do a lot of different other things. Soybeans. I mean, like 
the use of soybeans. I mean, I used to drink soy milk and, you know, the things from are made from soy, tofu and all that stuff. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have a lot of that stuff. Right. So look up George Washington Carver and you can see exactly his uh, the things that he contributed to uh, not just the. Uh, to America, but th- throughout, because everyone uses soy and peanuts and things like that. What well, all started here, and it all started with George Washington Carver. So, boom, there you go. 99% of the failures come from people who have a habit of making excuses. You know, excuses are tools of the incompetent. They're used to build bridges to nowhere. People who use them become monuments of nothing. You ever heard of that? I didn't just make that up. I mean, that was something that I, I knew forever. I don't know why I knew that. Um, passage or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, every time I hear excuses, I always remember having to recite that for something. Excuses are, t- are tools of the incompetent. They are used to build bridges to nowhere. People who use them become monuments of nothing. Man, I've known that for like 30 years. I don't know where it came from, but I remember it like it was yesterday. So anyway, so there you go. So, so you got a little, you got a little, Extra black history, <laughs> a little extra black history today. Uh, industry news real quick. And I didn't have a lot of industry news, but um, there was, um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I had any industry news. I'm not even going to jump into industry news right now. Um, but I wanted to thank you. I did want to thank Miss Stephanie Corden for, for with Dembo um Karadin, Stephanie Karadin, excuse me, with Dembo Incorporated. Um she was on the show last week and we talked about in fact, let me just move. Can I move this so you guys can see me? Oop, I didn't mean to do that. But that's the thing with this. You can just move it wherever you want, right? So, Miss Stephanie Karadin, she was like my guest last week and we talked about leadership, emotional leadership, mental health, uh, and and hospitality, meaning it's hospi- not saying that hospitality is dying, but we need how we need to restart hospitality. And that comes from training and things like that. So she was great. So just in case you missed it last week, please, it's still on LinkedIn. It's, oh, it's always going to be on LinkedIn. So it's the show before this one. So you can go on my LinkedIn page and you can find it. So but if you have, like I said, if you have not watch that show or listen to the show. I encourage you to listen to it because there's a lot of great information. Uh, Stephanie um, comes with a a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of experience within the hospitality space, but kind of, you know, did a different direction, did a, uh, went back to school, got her master's and and, um, got her master's and MBA. And she teaches, you know, hotels and hospitality companies, leadership, you know, how to be an effective leader, you know, what emotional leadership is, you know, mental health going through this time, especially during COVID and hospitality, you know, and like I said, as it relates to the training and things like that. So I would encourage you to check it out. Okay. So there you go. Congrats to, you know, I always want to congratulate people, especially when I see, and I didn't know this stuff was going to be all on my face here, but, um, for you people, for the people that are watching or listening on the podcast, uh, on my screen, I, I, there's words that come across it and they're covering up my face. So I had to move them down. And you can do that with the with Ecam Live. You can do that. But anyway, I want to congratulate Miss Maria Bauer. She's the new 
DOS at the 60 Hotels, and that's uh, in Beverly Hills. Congratulations to Maria. I knew Maria when she was at the Lux. I, know, I guess I know Maria for a while, but she was at, most recently that, that I remember, she was at the Lux in Beverly Hills. She was there for years, uh, but now she's got the, now she's the, the head girl in charge at the, the 60 Hotel in Beverly Hills. So congratulations to you, Maria. And then Miss Nicole Hankton, Director of Sales and Marketing at Visit Walnut Creek. She's nominated. I'm not sure if it's nominated or um, or maybe she got it. I'm not sure. I just happened to see it. I say I have to mention this. Uh, 2022 Smart Women in Meetings. Now, that's given by um, Smart Meetings, you know, um, uh, Marin Bright, and she's the CEO of that. So, um, you know, she gives out awards every year. So, uh, Miss Nicole Hankton is one of those either recipients or she is in the running to become one of the recipients. I'm not sure, but she's been designated or she has a distinction of being a 2022 smart woman in meeting. So congratulations to Miss Nicole Hankton. You are definitely well received or definitely well um well earned, that's for sure, because she's on top of her game over there at Visit Walnut Creek. Just in case you did not know that. Nicole Hankton, if you have anything, any questions about Visit Walnut Creek, uh, that's up north near San Francisco, outside of, not too far from Oakland, contact Miss Nicole Hankton, and she will steer you in the right direction as far as meetings and, and things, all the goings on in um, Walnut Creek. So there you go. Three things that I always talk about. What are the three things I always talk about, especially this year? Let me just move over here. I don't know what's going on with me today. But everything is in another way, in another another space. So maybe I need to just move over. I guess when you have a guest, like last week I had a guest, I didn't have to go through all this stuff. So I, I guess I, I, I forgot. Number one, be intentional. Make decisions and take action on what's important to you. So that's one of the things for uh, 2022. I'm trying to be more intentional about what I do. Um, and you know, feel free to use that for you as well. <clears throat> excuse me, number two, be you, you know, instead of that, that, um, cliche that everyone's using, you know, be your authentic self, just be you, be real and be you. And, uh, number three, be represented, you know, because representation matters. I mean, it matters that, um, uh, people that look like me see me doing this show. Okay. Because people can see that and they're like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And you're darn right. You can do it. So, don't think you can't do certain things. Don't think that only I can do it or only some of the other people that have podcasts or shows or, 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 or do lives or whatever the heck it is or work in the hospitality space. Yes, we all, we, we all can do it. So if you, you know, and like I said, represent, representation does matter. So that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. Um, I say what I say. Um, I, I want to be, visual, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I can easily just say, I'm just do a podcast and that's it. And you just hear my voice, but no, that's, that wasn't important. It was important that you actually hear my voice and see who the voice is coming from. Okay. So that's the reason why I do what I do. So, and I keep taking these glasses off because I think they look silly, but anyway, but that's me and that's my own hang up and I'll, I'll get over it soon. <laughs> Being intentional about hotel ownership. I've been mentioning this for the last, I think, all year. So, Miss Davon Reef, she's still there. She's still, you know, showing people or teaching people how to buy 
hotels. Um, and I always mentioned that she's, uh, owns three hotels herself. So I'm always going to keep mentioning that until I guess, until she stops buying hotels. Right. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. And she has a book, how to buy a hotel. So if you're interested in doing that or just seeing, you know, what does it take to buy a hotel? Because a lot of people, they may not want to buy a hotel, but they just want to know what are the steps to do that? Is there, I mean, do I have to have investors, um, you know, can I do it on my own? How do I get a loan? Um, how do I find a hotel or, you know, what things should I look for in find a hotel? Is it all about location? Is it all about the brand? You know, it's about all those things. So you have to look, you have to buy the book and see, right? Buy the book and see how you amass your team. How do you put your team together of, of other investors? Um, you know, knowing what they know, meaning, do they want to stay in, in this investment for long term? Is it a short term investment? I mean, it's important before we get into into bed with our investors with buying hotels that um, we know exactly what the, what their game plan is. Right. Because I may be there for the long haul. I may want to, you know, have you know, I may want to buy it and and pass it along to my kids where other people may just say, you know what, I'm just trying to make some money and I'm only, I'm going to be in and out and within five years. You know, and that's great, but it's important that you know as an investor that you know what the other investors want to do. So that's kind of what's. Well, I don't know everything is in the book, but I've I've have the book and I've looked at certain things even before the book came out. She shared some information with me. So, but if you're interested, Davon Reeves, check her out. Check the book out. And let's see, Lonnie Wolf says we're our own CEOs and superpowers. Yes, we are. And Devon is, yes, she is fired in 2022. I feel that our black leaders are a shining light in hospitality. Thank you, Dylan Beaumont. Appreciate that. Um, what do you say? It is more than noticeable how many, how many of our industry's most prominent voices are black. I'm glad this industry isn't riddled with barriers. Thank you very much, Dylan. Well said. Well said. I, I appreciate those comments. As always, I always appreciate Dylan's comments. I appreciate you. We missed you last week. See, I remember when people, I notice when people aren't on. So I do appreciate you, you know, returning. I'm sure you're busy. You got things. And just FYI, Dylan's a GM at the Fairfield Inn in Eugene, Oregon. So right outside of University of Oregon. And I always say this, go Ducks, right? Quack, quack. The quack attack. You know, I always thought, <laughs> I don't know why, every time, oh, and anyway, let me, every time I think about University of Oregon, I always think, because back in the day, their defense, they called it the quack attack, okay? So every time I remember, every time I think about University of Oregon and the Ducks, I always think about the quack attack. So anyway, I don't know why that just tickles me, but um I guess because it's funny, right? Or at least, you know, I make myself laugh. But anyway, so that I was talking about. <laughs> he put a little emoji up there. I think it's a duck. Is that a duck dancing? Maybe so. And anyway, so um, social media engagement. Now, you guys know I'm a big proponent of social media and engagement or how to increase engagement. So there's three things to increase engagement. Okay, so. Consistency is number one. Be consistent with what you're doing. Um, 
I mean, that's that's one of the keys, right? I mean, that's I think that's the top key consistency. You can't just do it one time and expect people to notice it or act on it. Okay, Um, and remember, this is more of a branding thing. Uh, Posting on social media is not necessarily a selling function. It's more of a getting your name out, you know, so people can know what you are about. They may do their research on it just based on what you're posting, but you have to be consistent. It's not about, you know, oh, we, you know, 50% off of, you know, the rack rate or the our best available rate for next week. You know, it's, it's not about that. It's about, uh, oh, we just did a renovation. Oh, um, we give to the homeless. Oh, um, we're, you know, yeah, we're near University of Oregon. Um, but these are the things that you can do outside of the hotel. You know, I mean, it's, it's about what's going on in that either that hotel, that destination, or, hey, Dylan Beaumont is our general manager, and this is him right here. You know, he's checking rooms. He checks five rooms every day. You know what I mean? I mean, things like that. And then you have a video with Dylan saying that, hey, you know, I check rooms because, you know, the guests are important, and it's important that they walk into a room that's, that's clean, that's consistent, you know, that's whatever. It, it has all our standards. I mean, if people do that, that consistency with that, you know what? I think I would just roll over. And if, if, if I saw a general manager that consistently was doing videos, was doing lives about what he did or what he or she did on property. I mean, I think that would be great. I mean, social media, and I always say this, it's a, it evens the playing field. I mean, just, just think about it like this. You can reach people just like a major company can reach people. And, I, and I'm speaking of um, um, just an individual like myself, an individual brand, Russell of Hotels, can reach. And I'm not comparing myself to uh, any major brand or anything like that. But y- but you can reach people in another country just like they could. I mean, I reach people all the time in other countries. They make comments. They're like, you know, you, you thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for what you're doing. Or, you know, let's connect, let's do a podcast together, let's do a show together or whatever. I mean, those are things that, that you know, it just makes me, you know, it's, it just, I guess it just puts, puts things in perspective. That if, if Coca-Cola, I'm just going to use that as an example, if Coca-Cola can reach people in another country, why can't I? Well, social media is giving you that opportunity to do that. I mean, yeah, you're not going to get the same amount of, you know, followers or engagement as Coca-Cola would, but you're still able to get into those countries, right? I mean, that's, that's the beauty of the social media thing, but that comes with consistency, right? Coca-Cola wasn't built what they just made Coke and in one day and they started advertising and okay, well, that's it. No, it was consistent. You knew what Coke stood for. I mean, they still do commercials now. They don't have to do any commercials at all. They don't have to do it at all. It's not about promotion promoting or well, we got two for one special with no it's it's about getting their story out there it's about their brand that's the only thing you see you know when you see um holiday commercials i mean coca-cola is big on the the polar bears or whatever you know they're you know, sliding down the hill and then they're drinking a coke you know a bottle of coca-cola what do what do polar bears and coke have in common i have no idea but Coke has figured something out, and everybody in, you know that watches TV uh, watches those commercials, and they're like, "Yeah, I remember that. That's Coke. You know, that's what they do. That's that's the brand, right?" So, and then you're more likely to go and buy it. 
you know, they're not telling you to go buy Coke. They're not saying we got two for ones today down at the, you know, down at Ralph's. They're not saying that. They don't have to, right? But what I'm saying is be consistent with your content. You can reach people just like the the big brands can reach, okay? And it really resonated with me, I don't know, maybe about a year ago when you start communicating and with people like say Moret and 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 who's in Switzerland, okay? I mean, so I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And we're doing lives together and she's been on the show, she, I've been on her show, and that's what it's all about, right? We're sharing ideas and she's in Switzerland. I'm here in Los Angeles. Okay? So it bridges the gap. Social media bridges that gap where we only thought the major brands can go. Okay, so it evens that playing field. So, and it surprises me that people don't do, they don't take it more serious. There you go. But consistency is, is number one. Okay, you got to be consistent. Uh, Lisa Vaughn, totally agree. Being consistent is a must. Thank you, Lisa Vaughn. Who are you with, Lisa Vaughn? Lisa Vaughn? You know, give me, you know, where are you from? You know, because... Um, I encourage, just in case, because this is the first time I think I've seen you on Miss Lisa Vaughn, so I always want to, um, you know, um, recognize people that are coming on and then, you know, give them a shout out. That's what I do. So, but thank you so much for your, um, and, and I understand if you don't want to, you know, let me know where you are, who you work for. That's okay, but I appreciate you coming on or being on with, um, on air with Russell of Hotels and making the comments, because I do encourage the comments. So, thank you so much. And I normally, Lisa, I normally don't have these glasses on. I lost my other ones because I, I'm, I'm sure you're wondering, like, why does he have those little glasses on? Okay, because if I don't have these on, I couldn't see. All right, and I lost my other ones. Okay, so just in case, I don't want people forming their own opinion of why I've had these glasses on. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, boy, that was funny. Uh, the next one, value. Make sure you're, it's value for someone, right? Make sure your social media content is adding value for someone, right? Is it, is it solving a problem? Is it making somebody laugh? What, whatever it is, make sure it has to add value for someone, okay? It's not going to reach everybody. Just remember this. Every posting that you put is not going to reach everybody, okay? You hopefully is reaching the people that rock with you or in your tribe, if you will, but sometimes it doesn't. So that, and, and you'll know because uh, I remember uh, someone had asked me, "What, what, what do you? How do you know if your uh, if your content is not reaching right people, or if you're if you're not getting, you know, if you're not reaching right people?" I said, "Well, are you getting any engagement? If you don't get any engagement, then that means you're you're um, sending the wrong message out. So that means you got to rethink what you're doing, and you have to maybe could it be the hashtags? Maybe the people you thought were part of your tribe are not." You know what I mean? You have to go. It, ha, it comes from being consistent, right? Be consistent, uh, putting a, a, a similar message out. Um, I do hotels, tourism, and I do, I do, 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 do. I do non-meat eats because I don't eat meat, right? I'm a, I'm a vegan or a plant-based diet, right? 100%, right? So I post things about that. So I'll post things about non-meat eats, tourism, and hotels. That's it. Okay, so if I started posting things about, you know, uh, medical stuff and and, you know, what I think about this or football, I mean, I I may I may say something about I like football, but I'm not talking in great detail about football because that then you start losing people like, wait, wait, wait a minute. 
is Russell of hotels, is he a, a sportscaster or is he, you know, t- is he about hotels, Nami eats and uh, tourism? Okay. I mean, what, what's going on here? So you don't want to lose people. So you have to be consistent with your message and the people that you're trying to reach. Got to have add value, making sure, like I said, it's solving a problem, helping someone out in some way. Uh, if you're, like I said, if you're a comedian, then of course you you, you want to make sure people are laughing. You know, it's funny, but you got to be consistent, consistent, consistency, consistency, value, and then the next one is. And hold on one second. Um, Miss Robin said, "Oh, that's great. I always wondered if I am reaching anyone." Let me just tell you this, Robin, you're reaching somebody. Okay. Yes, you are reaching people, but are you reaching the right people? Are you reaching them consistently? Um, those are the things you, you always have to ask yourself. And if you're not getting a lot of engagement from your postings, that means, yeah, you may need to rethink some of the things that you're doing. Um, I guess, like I said, you may want to add some hashtags and things like that. And, you know, we can talk about that stuff. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we're talking, we're thinking about that stuff. And the third one is, be authentic. What does that mean? That means be yourself. Okay. So, and I, I mentioned this last week, you know, if you always, if you cuss all the time, then continue to cuss because that's what you do. No, I'm, I'm joking. You don't have to do all that to reach people, but some people, I listen to some people and that's what they do. They don't have a problem with that and their audience loves it. Right. So know who your audience is. Okay. Because some audience, they may want vulgar language and cussing people out and all that. Well, that's not me. Okay. When I start doing that, then you need to stop, stop tuning in. Okay. I'm telling you right now, if I start doing that, you need to stop, start, stop tuning into my show, but, um, be yourself. Okay. If you're always laughing, if I'm always, you know, having a good time, trying to be funny, trying to make you guys laugh, uh, even with some of the content may be, you know, serious or whatever, um, but you still, you, everyone still has to have their own spin on things. That's where your personality comes out. Don't change your personality. One thing I always say this, when I first started this show in 2019, one of the main reasons I kept doing it is because my dad told me, he said, Hey, that show that you're doing is good. You need to keep it up because it's, it's showing your personality. And that's what he, that's what he said. Right. So that resonates with me to this day. Okay. That was back in 2019. So, you know, that's one thing. That's one way I honor him is to continue to do the show, um, you know, and, and to be me. Right. Because if I'm not me, then who the heck am I going to be? Right. So if you're funny, you try to be funny. And I, yeah, I try to be funny. I don't know if I am or not. Um, but just be <laughs> consistent, add value, be authentic, be your authentic self or just be you. Um, okay, let me go. And Robin, I, these are, I lost my glasses. So that's why I have these glasses on. Okay. So I don't want to hear anything about that. Um, and then, okay, now you have those three things. How do you, what are there tools that you can use? Yeah, they sure are. Uh, I use Instagram reels. That's IG stands for Instagram. Just in case people didn't know that I use IG reels and I do lives. Okay. Now to me, like I do this show, right? I do, but I only do the show once a week, right? So it's every, every Tuesday at, at one o'clock on LinkedIn. Okay. I do IG lives, of course, on Instagram. Um, I do IG reels on Instagram. I do lives on Instagram. Well, for me, it, it um, basically complements what I do on the show. So 
like I said, the show is only once a week. I'll do reels daily, maybe several times a day. And then I do lives at least three times a week. So to me, it's like a circle, right? So one complements the other. The reels complement the lives, which complements the show. So I continue this circle all day long, at least five. Well, I post seven days a week. Okay. I don't take a day off. I post seven days a week about hotels, hotels that I go to, hotels that I may have uh, done a site inspection there, hotels that I've done business with, hotels that I'm doing branding or doing some social media things for. So, I mean, there's like three things that I do revolving around hotels and tourism. So I'm always in hotels. I'm always showing things, you know, um, but that's, that's what I do. So, I mean, I posted this morning. I posted this morning at 5 o'clock this morning because, yeah, because I was up, right? So... I take pictures all the time. I take, I I must have probably a thousand photos at least in my phone that I can repurpose. And that's another thing. People think that you have to take, well, you have to take good pictures and make sure you always edit the pictures, right? Don't just do one picture and just throw it out there. Make sure you edit it. Okay. Make sure maybe it's not as bright as it should be. Make sure you brighten it up. You know, throw something in there, you know, just, you know, just kind of make it look a little nicer than just a regular picture uh, that you took. But um, I keep them, like I said, I have at least a thousand or so pictures and I repurpose them, meaning I save them. And then I may say I uh, post them on IG. Right. Well, that same photo can go on Facebook, can go on LinkedIn, can go on Twitter, can go on YouTube or video or whatever it is. So. That's where this repurposing comes in, meaning you don't always have to keep taking pictures all day, every day. Right. So hotels that I've that I've been in three years ago, I'm still using those photos. Only thing that I do and I recommend people do this if you're taking pictures like me, like I said, hotels or whatever, that you make sure that hotel hasn't done a renovation. Okay. So, because if they've done a renovation and you're showing old pictures, you get caught on that stuff. Okay. I've never been caught on it, but I'm, I'm sure that's what would what, happen. But I, I mean, I always make sure I call and say, Hey, have you done a renovation lately? Or look at their website to make sure the pictures you took are still consistent with what's on their website. So, I mean, those are things that I do. Um, but yeah, but just check this out. I was at a, a hotel and I might hotels all the time. Right. So a friend of mine was in town. He had a program going on at a hotel at LAX. Right. So every time he's in town, he lets me know and he said, you know, hey, come by. So, you know, we can we can catch up. I haven't seen him in several years. So um, so I went to the hotel, an LAX hotel. And normally what I do is take pictures. OK, well, this hotel was so tired that I didn't even take my phone out. I was so disappointed because I always go to hotels with the intention of taking pictures and so I can post them. Right. But sometimes the hotels, they don't look good. Okay. And I, and I hate to say, I'm not going to even say the name of the hotel, but the hotel was tired and it didn't, two years ago was probably the last time I was in there, I guess pre COVID. And it didn't look that bad. I was like, what happened here? You know, <laughs> is this the same hotel? <laughs> Cause I've had a program there before and I'm like, it didn't look like this. So I didn't even take my camera out because I was, I'd have been embarrassed to post a picture. So, and then, and it's funny, my friend said, who's a meeting planner, right? He said, this would be the last time we come here. I said, why? I mean, I knew that it was tired. He mentioned tired, but he also mentioned some other 
issues that were going on during the program. And, you know, and, and they weren't take, taken care of. They weren't. And, and the people that he was dealing with, like conference, convention services and things like that, they were not hospitality driven. OK, they were just like, well, this is what I want to do. It wasn't about well, what does the client want? You know what I mean? So hospitality comes from listening to your client. Right. It, it, like I said, hospitality is a feeling that you get from person to person that you don't get from the building. Right. You get from that interaction with people. And if your contact with that hotel is not doing what you asked them to do, then that's a problem, right? That is a big problem. So, I mean, that hotel is just basically going to miss out on, I would say it's probably close to, I don't know, $150,000, $200,000 piece of business because they're not coming back. You know what I mean? So, anyway, so I just thought I'd say that. But I take pictures all the time. I'm consistent with that. So make sure you use Reels and IG Live. Now, Reels are videos, right? But you pair them with music, okay? So you can pair them with um, up-to-date music or however you want to do it. I mean, you can even you can even find out or you can tell just by the um, the music that, that you're selecting, it, it's, is it trending? Because a lot of people use trending music, regardless what your video is, they think that people are going to listen to the trending music, which a lot of times they do, right? So I pick, say I do this video about a hotel, but I, you know, get this song that I've never even heard of before, but I know it's trending. So I'll pair that as long as it, it goes well. It's not, you know, over the top music. You know, I guess it depends on what the kind of message you're trying to put out to. But you can tell what music is trending and you can put it with your video. People don't necessarily they're not clicking on it for your video. They're clicking on it for the music, but they're looking at it. They're going to look at it anyway because they want to hear the music. So they're going to click on it and they're going to look at the video, too. So that's what a lot, that's how a lot of times things go viral. It's not about your video. It's about the music with reels. OK, so just keep that in mind. If you want to know how to see which music is trending on the left side, like say you're looking at reels. So just go to your Instagram and say you're just looking at that reels that appear on your on your feed. On the left side, there'd be an arrow, an arrow pointing like this, an arrow like, uh, you know, with a tip, like, a, like an arrow, right? And that means it's trending. That's what that little arrow means. Some of them will just have a, 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 music, a music note next to it, and the other ones would have like a, a line like that with an arrow tip on it. That's how you can tell if that music is trending. So just so you know, just, and if you don't remember this, just let me know, and I'll, I'll tell you. I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. Dylan says, I'm beginning this Instagram. You know what? Dylan, I'm glad you said that because Dylan last week, he started posting things and he's never posted things before. And he made a note. I mean, he basically, you know, sent me a note saying, hey, this is the first time I posted this. That's great, Dylan. Congratulations. Just continue to just be consistent, you know, add value, be yourself or be the hotel self. He's not on the videos yet. Um, I mean, he's not on the posting yet, but Dylan will be soon. I can, I can already tell Dylan is one of those people. He needs to be in front of that camera. So, you know, telling people to come into this hotel and check it out. Right. So I can already see that, but good job. Continue to post. You have any questions? I mean, just, this, this, you know, you can always shout out, send me a shout and then I'll um, let you know, you know, this is good, but all the ones you posted, the ones I've seen have been good. Uh, and thank you so much for starting the post. Thank you so much for being on that journey of 
you know, being a content creator for your hotel because more people need to do that. You know what I mean? Or at least know what's going on. So, but no, continue to do it, Dylan. IG, Twitter, um, every, I'm on every, and you don't have to be on every platform, you know, just figure out which one is good for you. But that comes from kind of doing your own research to see maybe what your followers are on. Are they more Instagram people? Are they more Twitter people? Are they LinkedIn? I post everywhere. I'm going to be honest with you because there's different audiences and I don't want people to miss what I'm putting out. So I post every single at least five different uh, platforms. So, but that's me. That's just me. Uh, Robin says, Nikki says social media is the new literacy and we must embrace it. Yes. Yes. Nikki, you're saying, you know what? You said it right there. I can just, I can just end the show right now. Nikki. I mean, that's it. I'm done. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. We must embrace it. And then Lonnie says, Dylan, Robin, and he, Basically, give him a pound. They're like, you know, cool. You know, that's what that's how Lonnie gets down. Okay, so, but thank you, Lonnie, for that. But yeah, so no, social media is the new literacy, and we all must embrace it. So, and then Dylan is taking that to heart. He's like, you darn right, I'm gonna embrace it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rock with it, and and make it happen. So, there you go. I just think it's a way that um, if you if you're not doing it, you're missing out on something. And it doesn't cost a lot of time or money, and, you know, or less. I mean, sometimes you do pay people to do it, um, but even that doesn't cost a lot of money. You know, just you know, just things you have to do. If you don't have time to do it, there's someone that could do it for you. But make sure that person you know has been vetted. They know what they're doing. Because a lot of times we think, oh, I have a kid that you know that's 15. You know, he or she can do it. You're like, well, does he or she know how your hotel operates? Do they know about you know? Um, the area, the, you know, the, 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 the that designation, uh, that brand, do they know all that stuff? I mean, it's always good to get a fresh perspective. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's good to get a fresh perspective because I do. I have young kids, okay? So I pick their brains on certain things or I want to see, like, the type of music they listen to or, you know, what postings that they did they like, you know, or why and why do they like that stuff? Why why is it, it looks seems silly to me? Well, that's what's in. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I follow people for that different perspective. Okay. So don't be above following people that are younger than you, um, and seeing what they're what they're posting and seeing what people like. You know, don't, you know, celebrities look at that stuff as well. Celebrities are always gonna get a certain percentage of people anyway is because they're celebrities. But I look at people that have a lot of followers and then I say, okay, like uh, I, I remember I was looking at like Kevin Hart. Wait, Kevin Hart, I think has like 50 million followers on Instagram, but he was only getting, you know, 700,000 people that were liking his stuff. And I'm like, well, shouldn't he be getting more? You know what I mean? Because you know, it's all about a percentage, right? So, and I was just thinking, yeah, he should be getting, you know, if he got 70 million or 50 million, he should be getting like at least a million people that are liking and stuff. But sometimes it was falling short of that. So I'm like, well, OK, whatever. So if you if you put things in reality or, or, or just compared to what you're doing, sometimes we're doing better than them. These big celebrities, because they because we get caught up in the numbers. It doesn't matter that I only have fifteen hundred followers. Because if I'm getting, if I'm doing postings and it's getting, you know, 1,500 to 5,000 people that are 
commenting or are liking it, I'm ahead of the game, right? So don't look at the necessarily the numbers. It's about who's following you, right? And the engagement that you're getting from those people that are following you. Okay, so don't get caught up in, you know, the Kardashians and the, the Rock. The Rock has like 110 million people that follow him. I mean, it's just crazy, but don't get caught up in that. Okay, get caught up in what you have. Let me grow mine. Am I getting engagement? Okay, yes, I'm getting, maybe I can get a little more, but I'm getting engagement and it's working for me. Okay, so don't get caught up in what other people are doing because if you, you get caught up in the numbers, then, you know, you're going to get discouraged. Okay, so don't get discouraged. Don't get caught up in the numbers. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Um, man, I'm like on a roll here. And I'm almost, this like 146, and you guys got me, you know, I, I still, I had a show here to do, right? I still have things I need to do. So what else? Let's see. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Let me get to, let's see, hiring. Who is hiring? And I did see a couple people that were hiring. Moxie, the Moxie slash AC Hotel in L.A. Uh, they're looking for, uh, what am they're looking for a director of sales. No, they're looking for a hotel marketing director. Now, this is the new one. It ha- hasn't even opened yet. And I don't think it's going to open until, I think I saw the fourth quarter. So towards the end of the year, it's going to open of this year. So it's a Moxie slash AC Hotel by Marriott. Um, it's in downtown Los Angeles, right across from the Staples Center. I mean, it's not Staples Center anymore. It's called the Crypto Center. Crypto something center. And the convention center is right there, right? I mean, you, you, if you've ever been down there, it's on the corner of Pico and Figueroa. Okay, so they're looking for a director of sales or director of marketing. And this hotel is huge. Okay, so one hotel has like 375 rooms. Another one has 350 rooms. So it's the almost 800-room you know, hotel right there that they're building that's going to be done. So they're looking for a hotel director of marketing. Uh, Mr. C's in Beverly Hills are looking for a director of catering. The Hilton Garden Inn, San Diego, Old Town, they're looking for an area director of sales. The Hotel Figueroa, which is downtown Los Angeles, that's actually on Figueroa. That's why they call it the Hotel Figueroa. Okay. Um, they're looking for an assistant director of business travel sales, BT sales. You know, that's those individual business travelers that not group, non-group is individual business travelers. And then the Georgian Hotel, which is one of my favorite hotels in Santa Monica, right there on Ocean Boulevard. Uh, They're looking for a director of sales and marketing. I love that hotel. It's right. It has a veranda. If you're ever in Santa Monica and you want to just, you know, get a drink and hang out on the veranda and watch, you can watch the beach. The beach is right across the street from there. You can people watch. You can do all that stuff. I just go there, have me a Arnold Palmer and just chill and just watch people go back and forth and you know, you can do a little work there, eat a little lunch or whatever, but it's all about the, to, to me, it's just, it's a, it's a different kind of vibe down there, right? Right across from the ocean, uh, the piers right there. Uh, it's, it's just a cool vibe. So the Georgian Hotel, they're looking for a director of sales and marketing. I may go there just, if, if I was a director of sales there, I probably wouldn't even work. I'd probably be on the veranda drinking and watching people. I mean, so that wouldn't be good, right? So, uh, and then the Sofitel, Hotel, which is in Los Angeles, they're looking for a senior sales manager. There you go. Let's see. People always ask, okay, what what did this guy do? I mean, I know he like has this on air with Russell Hotels thing, but what does he do? 
I'm a brand show off. What does that mean? You know, this is new thing. The brand show off. I just came up with this maybe about three weeks ago. Okay, so brand show off is just that I show off your brand. Right. My job is to make sure you're noticed. Right. So I show off hotel brands, tourism brands, food brands. I mean, because I eat it got to be nine meat eats, though, for me to show you off. Right. But yeah, so that's what I do. I mean, I show off brands. I mean, I, I go to hotels um, and, and I just basically show people what the hotels look like. Um, so it's more of a branding thing, not necessarily a selling or promotional. I mean, although if they need help with promotions and things like that, of course, I'm a, there's a system. But my main focus is to make sure you're noticed in this in the digital, the busy di- digital streets of marketing. You know, you need to make sure you show out, you know, show off what you have. And a lot of stuff comes from, you know, people don't even understand the whole reels thing. Right. You know, why you should use the reels, the IG reels, opposed to just doing a regular posting. Regular postings are fine, even if it's a video. But like I said, that music just basically gets you get to more people. Okay, so done right, you can probably double your engagement just from a regular posting. So, I mean, those are things that I do. And, you know, you use different kind of music. It doesn't have to be trending music, but just music that goes along with your video. Okay, so... But yeah, my job is to show off brands. Um, let's see the next one. I do hotel site selection. I just mentioned that a while ago. But uh, companies, organizations, individuals—they hire me or contract out, contract me out to assist them with finding their their next venue for their meeting, convention, conference, um, incentive program, whatever it is. Um, so they, they hired me to do those things. I mean, I, I just last week, I think signed probably five contracts, um, for, for group, for incentive groups that are going to Italy, they're doing a cruise. I did all their pre and post stuff. Um, a couple other smaller companies, they're, they're starting to get out and, and, and do meetings in person meetings and things like that. So I did those as well. So I have Miami. I have um, no, two in Miami. So, okay, back up. Two in Italy, two in Miami, um, one in Detroit, and then one in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. So, yeah, so things are starting to loosen up. So I do hotel site selection. So my job is to find that right within their budget. You know, they give me the parameters of what they want. They give me the dates and all that stuff. But make sure companies need to be make sure they need to make sure they're flexible on their dates um, because you can be missing out on saving some money if you're not flexible. Okay. So if you're flexible, say it can be, you know, two dates within the same month, maybe just a week apart, but that can be the difference between paying, you know, $250 and $150. So it, it just depends. So I always tell clients, can you be flexible on those dates? Because that can save you some money. So flexibility is the key. Um, so just, you know, if you can do that, that'd be fine. And then I'm a show host. I mean, on air with Russell hotels, that's a talk show, right? And if, yeah, as you can see here, top 30 podcasts, <clears throat> excuse me, top 30 podcasts for hospitality 2021, and then top 25 social media influencers um, in 2021. Those are, I guess, yeah, the distinctions that I, that I receive on air with Russell of hotels. So there you go. So I didn't just make this up, right? I mean, the, the International Hospitality Institute, they made it up and, and threw me on the list. So I do appreciate that. Uh, how do you contact me? 
Russell of Hotels. Russell at RussellofHotels.com is my email address. And you can get a hold of me on any social media platforms at Russell of Hotels. Let's see. One thing I always ask, one thing to ask yourself now, this used to be three things, but I whittled it down to just one, okay? I had two extra ones. I said, you know what? I really don't even need that. I don't even remember what they were. But yeah, they just it, this used to be three, but now it's one. And that one thing is, what is your brand doing to stay relevant? What are you doing? Either what are you doing to assist your brand in staying relevant? Or what is your brand doing to stay, to stay relevant? And remember, you're the brand. So let's just, let's just take this for, just take you. What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? You got to be doing something, right? Uh, and then what are, you, what are you doing for your brand, the brand that you actually work for or, or that you represent, right? So for me, it's, it's one and the same for the most part because Russell of Hotels is me, you know, and these are things that I do. But I mean, but Russell of Hotels is the brand that keeps your brand noticed, right? So I do things when I do things as Russell of Hotels, of course, it's for me, but then I'm also doing it for my client. So XYZ Hotel needs something uh, in the way of social media. That's what I do, right? So, but what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? I mean, I do this show every week, so that keeps me relevant. I do IG Lives, okay? That keeps me relevant. I do IG Reels. Every day that keeps me relevant. So even if I'm doing some content creating for someone else, and if it's up to them and they allow me to do this, you're always going to see my logo at the end of that video. Always. Unless, unless, like I said, they rather have their logo there, then that's fine. I mean, that's up to them. And you'll never know that I even post it because I, I do things now the people don't know that I actually do it because it didn't say anything about Russell of hotels. And that's fine. That's how it's supposed to be. You've got to be incognito incognito at, you know, at a certain point. Right. So, um, but yeah, so I do things for people. You wouldn't even know that I'm doing it um, because my name doesn't appear. So, but I mean, that's that at the request of the, of the client. So there you go. SSI score. What is your SSI score? What does that even stand for? And I, I'm, I'm hoping that I have this stuff. Oh, yeah. There you go. So I did this a couple of weeks ago, and I got 70 out of 100. Okay, now that stands for SSI stands for Social Selling Index. And this is primarily for LinkedIn, or it is 100% for LinkedIn, right? This is LinkedIn's thing. So this is basically how you're, you know, are you reaching people through LinkedIn, now, 71 out of 100, that's the score that I receive. And then how you get that those scores, you look on the right, it says four components of your score. So it gives the score like 21.09 for establishing your professional brand. Okay, so I got 21 points out of 25. Okay, so and go on down the list. 10.3 for finding the right people. And this is all like connecting with people on LinkedIn. And then the next one says engage with insights. I got 14.3 basically, and then built relationships. I got 25. So I got the most I can get out of the last one, right? Well, engage with insights means um, like say, say, say someone posts something and uh, you see it and like, like, like just say, um, what's her name? Maria, Maria Bowers was, um, she was promoted to be a director of sales and marketing at the, the 60 hotel in 
Beverly Hills. Okay, well, when I saw that, I went down there and made a comment. So those comments matter in the world of LinkedIn, right? So if I just liked it, it wouldn't really do anything. But if I like it and make a comment, congratulations, you know, congratulations, Maria. Well deserved. Good luck in your new role. Okay, those that's engaging with insights. Okay, so you want to make sure that you're doing that. I mean, you should be doing it anyway, because especially if somebody that you know, but, you know, don't do it because, oh, I want to get more engagement or, or get, you know, a higher number on LinkedIn. No, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that, but um, I, I would understand if you did. Okay, so. <laughs> but that's what that is. Okay, so. Um, but any questions about that, I mean, you can always ask me. Um, you can always reach out to me. So we're about done here. Let me just go through a couple things here. A couple more things. The three P's. Purpose. Know why you're doing what you do. Okay. Uh, number two. I mean, I, purpose. Know what you're doing. Know why you're doing what you're doing. I know I'm doing this. Um, you know, I said I'm, I want to be a marketing disruptor. I, I want uh, to bring people on so they can talk about their stories, uh, how they got in, you know, how they got uh, involved in this hospitality career. Did hospitality choose them or did they choose hospitality? I mean, you know, that's the purpose of this show, right? To show what people do, that you can do this too. Um, and to start my own show, you know, because I, I, I thought I had a voice and I, I think I still do think that I have a voice. So that's why I continue to do it. So that's my purpose. Uh, number two, passion. Either you have it or you don't. You know, you could tell if I was just being fake on this show, okay? Um, you could tell, and you know, a lot of people probably wouldn't even want to listen to it anymore. They're like, oh, he's being fake. Russell, I know that guy. That's not how he is, you know? And then the, the, the fourth one is perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Now, you guys all know that on air with Russell of hotels, we swerve, we don't pivot. Okay. Pivot. Let me just, excuse me. Let me just tell you this pivot. This is my definition of pivot. Pivot is that you're already in the fire, right? And you're trying to get out. So you're pivoting back and forth. The flames are around you. You're just trying to pivot. Well, what the, how, how, how do I get out of here? Swerving is that you see the fire and you're like, okay, I'm going to either make a left or right. Well, I'm going to go back the other way. Okay. You're going to swerve to miss it, right? It's already there, but I'm going to swerve to miss it. Okay. So there's a difference. So that's my definition of, of swerving versus pivot. Okay. Cause people always say, well, why do you always say swerve? Okay. Well, and now you know, right? So there you go. Three P's know your purpose, know why you're doing it or passion or perseverance. Don't give up, continue to do it and swerve when you need to. And that's it. So thank you guys for joining on air with Russell of hotels. I do appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. I want to thank Lonnie. Lonnie says another great show. Thank you so much. Lonnie. I appreciate that. Dylan creating something that it takes on his own life must be fulfilling. Yes. Thank you, Dylan, for joining as well. Um, Robin, thank you. Let's see who else. Lisa Vaughn. I appreciate you joining as well. Anyone else? Moret. It's always a pleasure to have Miss Moret Padovani on the stage or on the show. Um, she's in Switzerland. So anyone, so we're international, right? So if you don't believe me, ask where Moret's from and you'll see. 
But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. I don't take it lightly that you guys join me and want to hear what I have to say. So, but anyway, you guys take care. We'll see you next week for show number 149. On Peace. With Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success. Rather, become a person of great value.